Hello, everyone, and welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Paige Matello, and I'm here with my co-host, Joel Hansel. How are you doing today, Paige? I'm doing great, and I'm very excited because we have a guest with us in the studio. His name is Joe Mulholland. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a, uh, a high school theology teacher at St. Ignatius High School in Cleveland. Um, and I am the moderator of a uh, Christian service um, club that we do, the St. Joseph Arimathea Paul Bear Ministry, uh, which provides student pallbearers, so just our high school students. Uh, we send them out to funerals of people who just don't have anyone available to serve as pallbearers. So we serve as pallbearers and attend all the services um, and pray for this person um, just at their funeral. So um, when I actually, I'm a graduate of St. Ignatius, and so when I was a student there, I was I was part of it as a student. Uh, I just found it very moving and um I became a theology teacher, and I was uh, asked to start the same ministry at a previous high school uh, that knew about the work at Ignatius. Um, and so, when I came back to Ignatius to teach my alma mater, um, it was it was uh, kind of very fortuitous. There was sort of an opening in the ministry to, to sort of lead that I've been involved in. So, um, yeah, happy to talk about the work here today. We're excited to hear about it. So, can you tell us kind of how this ministry started? Yeah, for sure. So, um, this really is—it comes totally out of the mind of um, a previous theology teacher, Ignatius. Uh, it was a—he was a beloved teacher. His name was uh, Jim Skrull, and uh, he just started a, a lot of, of Christian service ministries at the school. Uh, almost all of them can sort of trace their beginnings back to him. Um, he's since passed away, um, but. In 2003, he was what he was doing is he was looking at the corporal works of mercy. So this is this sort of the list of sort of seven sort of tasks that sort of the church asked sort of Christians to to partake in sort of live a, a life of mercy. And they come from um, a scripture verse Matthew 25. You know, it's sort of um, feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, um, visit the imprisoned. All those, yeah, all those, right? <laughs> and so he 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 took those very very literally. Um, he said, are we actually doing those things? And so he was actually able to sort of point to the different ministries of the school and say, yep, we're, you know, we have this homeless ministry. We're actually feeding the hungry. We're, we're, we're literally doing that. The seventh one, though, is a little tricky. The seventh one is bury the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, okay, well, we're not doing that. How on earth can we possibly do that? And so then he just got the idea thinking about this. Um, oh, well, maybe we could be pallbearers for people who need pallbearers. And uh, he called up some local funeral homes and asked if this was a service that they might be interested in. And the the response was a resounding yes. And and so in doing this, he actually sort of uncovered, I think, what was maybe kind of an unknown need Um, because, yeah, there were were all these people that just didn't have um, people to be pallbearers at their funeral. And so uh, the ministry kind of exploded pretty quickly. Maybe the first year they did – just a couple, two or three, but within a few years, um, five, 10 years, all of a sudden we're doing in the hundreds every year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So several a week. Um, so this has really turned out to be a, a service to funeral homes around really kind of, um, appreciated and needed. So, yeah. So I know it's summer right now. Do you guys do that in the summer as well? Or is it because the students are out of school, you just put this service on hold? We do it year-round. Yeah, we do it year-round. Okay. Yeah, we make sure to oh, wow. give the, the guys that come out in the summer, you know, an extra, you know, pat on the back for giving up their summer days to do this. But, yeah. That's so nice. So, yeah. And how many uh, 
young men are currently involved with the Arimathea Society? Yeah, so we've got um, about a little over 200. So te- technically, it's our biggest extracurricular at the school. Um, so uh, there's there's it's, it's really been good. It's, it's become really part of the culture. So mm-hmm. um, guys, we don't we don't take uh, underclassmen. You got to be a junior or above just because of the sort of certain level of maturity required for this. Um, but there's really sort of an expectation, right? Like that once you once you get junior year, a lot of guys are like, okay, so when I can start Paul Bear, you know, being a Paul Bear. So, yeah, that's wonderful. Um, how do the funeral? So the funeral homes contact you in order to kind of set that up? Yeah, we're lucky. We have um, a pretty good relationship with most of the. Almost all of the area funeral homes, they know us at this point because we, now we've been doing it for about 20 years. Um, so, yeah, they just – we have a whole system. They give us – there's a phone line they call and, you know, give us the details and we set up all the logistics. So there, there is a, there is sort of a team. I'm sort of the, the moderator. But, um, I mean, really the heavy lifting is done by the students who actually go on these funerals. And we also mm-hmm. have a team of uh, drivers just in the community um, since, you know, just – you know, I'm – I'm teaching all day, so I can't. I, I don't. I, I don't go on very many, frankly. Yeah. Um, but you used to because you said that you were part of it when you were a student. Yeah, I used to, Saint right? Ignatius. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also handle. We have mm-hmm. some student leaders who. Um, it's their job to find the uh, find the actual pallbearers. So they go out and sort of recruit guys, and I handle, okay. handle some formation with them and, and things like that. Yeah. So what was your experience like when you were? part of this or when, you know, where you were a student that was part of this. Yeah. I mean, I just found it really moving. Um, there was just, I, I think you're probably familiar too with, with your work. Uh, there, there was just uh, work around sort of death and, and funerals. I don't know. I, I found it just fostered sort of a, a peacefulness in me, just, just a certain perspective about mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the little anxieties and worries in life. Just you might kind of remember the bigger picture, you know, um, this is just a small part of our stories. Um, and then really we're, we can look forward to this joyous homecoming. That's the end of the story. Um, so it, it helped me put things in perspective and, and the, in the funerals that we serve, usually there's, there's usually a few family members. Um, and just to see their sort of gratitude, um, and not for really anything we say, um, it's really just about it. We, we call ourselves a ministry of prayer and presence. So I, I tell, cause I tell the kids, you know, it's like, look, a lot of, a lot of funerals, you might not actually be carrying the casket that far, you know, you're Cause we, we, you know, you have the, uh, you know, the cart, the beer, um, that, uh, is, is the casket rests on most of the funeral. And maybe you'll carry the casket really only maybe 10 feet from the hearse to the, to the, um, um, to the, uh, the graveside. Um, so there's sometimes there's a temptation to feel like, oh, this was like I just spent three hours of my day to do like carry this casket ten feet. Like this was mm-hmm. I, someone else could have done this. Um, but it, I always tell them like, look, don't fall into that temptation. This is not about sort of we don't call ourselves a ministry of like brawn and strength where it's prayer and present. It's about just being there. Um, it's it's a privilege I would say. It's a privilege to be able to be at this person's funeral. Maybe you didn't know, um, but to just sort of mourn their loss, celebrate their their homecoming. Um, and that's really what it is. It's just sort of being there. Mm-hmm. How many um, funerals do you think on average you do per week? Um, it's usually between two and four a week. Okay. Yeah. Is it normal? Yeah. So. And, and out of the 200, yeah. how do you choose who gets to go and, sure. and be the pallbearer for those two or three or four during the week? Uh, yeah. So that's that's where my student leaders come in. Um, so we have about a dozen or guys who um, have to go out and, and make sure those funerals are staffed. So they have a lot of responsibility because if they don't if they do not do their job, then all of a sudden we look pretty bad. We, we don't provide the pallbearers. We promise this funeral home. And so uh, that's really on them. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes it can be hard. In the summer, uh, they make a lot of phone calls. They get 
get a lot of no's. Um, so uh, they uh, they badger their friends uh, and they just they keep persisting until they get the six guys to say yes. Um, so yeah, and six is the number that that go. That's pretty standard. Yeah, um, sometimes there's. More or less um, that are asked. We, I, say, I think our record. We one time. This was maybe a year ago. We the funeral home requested fourteen pallbearers. So for wow, for person. Holy, holy. yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say, what's is six the minimum, or can you do it with four? Uh, that's. I mean, so six is kind of our standard, and sometimes Got it. If, yeah. But some, fourteen, wow. Yeah, <laughs> say, yeah. More than double the number you usually send. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The obituary says uh, his family was the owner of a Greek restaurant. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you share one of your most memorable experiences, either as a student or faculty, as part of the Arimathea ministry? Yeah, I. Um, I remember uh, I was an adult chaperone on one, um, and so at the end of the funeral home, uh, this is again, this is a very much of a community effort. So one of the things that happens too is the the, the Jesuit community of priests at our school, um, they always say a mass at some point in memory of each person that we sort of. Um, Barry, uh, and so we put that in a little card just to let the family know that that's happening, and just you know, a, a condolence card. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the funeral, we uh, we we give the card to them. We always have a student do it, um, and so I remember this student sort of was doing it. And he, again, he was like very nervous. And it, so it is kind of interesting to see the students on these things because a lot of them hadn't, haven't been to funerals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, as many people are, they're just very uncomfortable about the whole thing. And, you know, the fact that they don't know this person at all, it sort of just adds to it. So this this kid, like, again, didn't really, um, it just you just felt uncomfortable about the whole thing, you know, didn't know what to say. And so he kind of approaches the family and sort of just kind of offers the card, stumbles over some words. And the, the um the older woman who sort of received it just kind of just gave him a big bear hug and just like it was kind of a long bear hug. Aww. And so he came back and he was kind of like teary eyed and he's just like, I don't even know what to say. And it was, it was again, it was just a reminder like it's not about the words, it's just about you being here. It's, it's just about, it's about your, presence. your presence. Yeah. And so uh, that kind of, I could tell that kind of left an impression on him. And so I, I don't know, I think that probably. Yeah, I'm sure it did. And I'm sure lots of students have those experiences. And that's probably why you have so many volunteers and so many students wanting to join every year because they probably hear it from the upperclassmen about how life changing the experience is for them and how it kind of maybe changed their perspective. Yeah, I really I really hope that's the case. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking Edit about. Edit post. <laughs> Edit in post. All right, I can go. I have another question. Um so what obstacles have you guys faced with this ministry? Besides summer vacation. Yeah. Yes, besides summer <laughs> vacation. <laughs> um, you know, not too many come to mind. I think it, it, in, in a way it's a testament to sort of uh, just um, – I, I think the uh, the, obvi- the obvious value of it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, so like we do, you know, we do serve funerals during the, the week, most of our funerals during the week, during the school day. So like this kind of required a lot of like, you know, um, this had to be okayed by a lot of different sort of entities, right? Like these kids are going to miss Class. most of the school day to go do this. Um, and so, but every, like every person in, organization involved was just so ready. Like, yes, this is like a valuable thing to do. Like this is worth whatever they're missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we are just been very fortunate that really there hasn't been that many obstacles. Um, yeah. It's wonderful that the school supports you so yeah. much. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So um, when, when they are asked to be pallbearers, does that include 
like being pallbearer at the funeral mass? So we do. We do tell the funeral home that we like we like to come to um, as many as much of the service as we can or as is, as is happening. So if there's funeral homes, if there's prayers at the funeral home, we'd like to go to those, then the mass, and then typically the, the cemetery. So we typically go to those three things if they're all happening. So, yeah. Sure, sure. Well, I guess in a way that only makes sense because you're you're serving um, families that are – they're older. They, they might not be very large families. Maybe a lot of the family has moved out of the state, can't get in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you do see, especially like at a cemetery here at Calvary, because we get we get a lot of these, a lot of these burials of older families who are being buried with other family members, and they don't really have a lot of family. So you might see three cars in the procession, right? So there's not really a lot of a lot of people there to mm-hmm. say the say the prayers, yeah. pay the final respects. So I'm sure the presence of the young men is um, most appreciated by those families in particular. I read on your guys' website that you do something twice a year for the homeless community. Uh, yeah, so um, we we have these this um, this prayer service at Potter's Field. That is it. Yeah, Potter's Field. <laughs> yeah, on the east side of Cleveland there, um, which is sort of just a burial uh, for people without means, right? So when basically mm-hmm. when the I mean you you might know more about this than I do, frankly, how this all works. But you know when the sort of the city of Cleveland sort of sort of comes into possession of a of a you know a person who's passed away, and uh, the person sort of isn't claimed, and maybe there's you know they don't come from means, uh, they'll be sort of buried. Buried in, in this place, Potter's Field, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I understand it's sort of an active cemetery. And if you just go there, it just appears to be just a regular sort of green grass field. Um, when in reality, there's actually over 19,000 people buried there in these wow. unmarked um, graves. And so, um, it just very much in the spirit of our ministry. It just again, this was something that again, our, the person who founded it, Jim Skrull, this is something he conceived of sort of right off the bat. He said, "No, I mean, we should. This is so we as a ministry, because again, there are about a couple hundred kids in this. We there's really never a point where we all gather together, except uh, when we ask guys to come to these these prayer services. So we'll gather at Potter's Field. Uh, we come. We typically go." Um, all Souls Day, uh, the appropriate time of the liturgical calendar, uh, and uh, we just pray for all those people buried there. We pray for the people we have helped bury, um, and we just kind of remember them um, and and pray for them, um, and sort of just be with them at their uh, in their sort of the, these this unmarked cemetery. Yeah. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Are there any? future plans for the Arimathea Society? Any plans on maybe expanding the program or, or improving services? Um, our minute, so I mean, it's expanded in that um, we're very grateful. So lots of other sort of schools have um, sort of taken up the model uh, and started, um, I think that the, the article that you mentioned uh, named a number, which was frankly more than I had realized. And I didn't realize there were also uh, all girls schools who, who've picked up the ministry, which I think oh, is, wow. which I think is awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Um, so th- as far as our ministry in particular, um, I think w- I think we pretty much got the model down pretty good uh, between, you know, just the, the service. Because one of the reasons we don't, I don't want to sort of like overwhelm the kids, like they've agreed to do this, you know, most of them serve about three, about three or four a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can do other things. Um, but I mean, we're, we're looking at, at things like, um, 
uh, maybe like getting involved in sort of other sort of cemetery, you know, service and um, things like that. So, yeah. This is a question for Joel. Joel, do you know if we've ever used their services before at the cemeteries? Yeah, I've seen. Oh, I've seen them here. Okay. Um, you know, usually they're in the van, the okay. St. Ignatius oh. High School van. I've, I've seen it come through here, this cemetery, a few times. That's so yeah. interesting. I'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah, no, we've definitely come to Calvary. Yeah, um, that's, that's, yeah, not okay. infrequently, yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share about the Arimathea Paul Bear ministry or St. Ignatius in general? Um, I think I just want to add, um, I just want to make one connection, I think, to our school's mission. Because that's really, in some ways, where this has come out of. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So our, our, our motto of our school and sort of what we're trying to do is to, to create men for others. Um, and so, like, the name of our ministry directly comes from, I think, that sort of uh, – um, that goal. So Joseph Arimathea. So he's the person that sort of take, took possession of Jesus' body after he died and sort of laid it in his tomb. So we named we named our ministry after the person who sort of you know um, took responsibility for Jesus' body. So the idea, and again, we talked about the corporal works of mercy in Matthew twenty five. And so the other sort of the sort of the punchline of that whole past, scripture passage, Matthew twenty five, is what you do for the least of these is what you do to me. It's what Jesus says, right? So we really we really do think of this as a ministry, a way of serving. Christ directly. So in, in, in serving these people, you know, who may have been sort of forgotten or, um, you know, sort of outcast, right? We really see ourselves as, as serving, you know, carrying the body of Christ, right? What you do for the least of these, what you do for me. So that's, I think that's just an important point, I think, to make. This is really where the, the spirit of this ministry comes from. So, yeah. And really the whole spirit behind Catholic cemeteries in general. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, you know, we are emulating Christ who died, was buried, and then rose again. That's our hope. We're going to die. We should be buried. Mm-hmm. And we will rise again. So, uh, yeah, it definitely fits in with Joseph Ar- Arimathea, with the cemeteries, their ministry with the pallbearers. All right. Well, thank you, Joe, so much for joining us. We really appreciate you coming out to our podcast studio and sitting down and telling us a little bit more about the Arimathea Paul Bear Ministry. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm just very happy to share uh, this good work. Well, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to CC Airwaves. We will see you next Thursday for a new episode. Until then, take care, everyone. <laughs>